You are listening to the Horse Radio Network, part of the Equine Network family. Welcome to this episode of the Business of Practice podcast, where we focus on the financial side of equine veterinary medicine. I'm your host, Kim Brown, editor of Equimanagement. In today's podcast, I want to bring you some of the key points that were brought out in 2022, the Business of Practice podcasts. I hope this will encourage you to go back and listen to some of the podcasts you might have missed. The Business of Practice podcast is brought to you in 2023 by Care Credit. I want to give you just a little bit about my background since I've hosted this show for several years. I've been an equine journalist for more than 42 years. I graduated with a degree in ag communications from the University of Kentucky, and I was the first person to graduate with that degree from UK's College of Agriculture. I worked at the Blood Horse magazine for nearly 30 years, the first 15 in the thoroughbred industry, and the second 15 founding and developing the horse and the horse.com. I then retired from publishing to work in the private sector. A few short years later, I was tempted back to publishing to work with Equimanagement Brand and the Equine Network. I'm currently the group publisher of the Equine Health Network, which includes Equimanagement, the Horse, Equus, and Stable Management. Here's the topics and some key points from each one of them from the podcast of 2022. Episode 51, Vet Hiring. According to statistics reported by the vet recruiters Stacy Purcell, the veterinarian shortage is going to become even more severe in the years ahead. Episode 50, Medical Records. Dr. Cynthia McKenzie, a trust veterinarian with the AVMA, said there are medical, legal, ethical, and regulatory reasons to keep good medical records. Episode 49, Planning for 2023. Dr. Mike Pownell said, I think the pervasive challenge we are going to have is with our people power, the veterinarians and support staff. Episode 48, Veterinary Telemedicine. Veterinary telemedicine is a natural evolution of equine care in a digital world and expands a practitioner's reach to serve more clients, said Dr. Eleanor Green. Episode 47, Veterinarian Shopping at a Trade Show. Veterinarians should do their homework ahead of a trade show shopping in order to make the best use of their money, said Dr. Bob Magnus. Episode 46, Teach Owners to Keep Veterinarians Safe. Dr. Amy Grice reminded practitioners that it is not the veterinarian's job to train a horse. Veterinarians need to teach horse owners how to keep them safe. Episode 45, Tips to Attract and Retain Equine Veterinarians and Staff. Dr. Mike Pownell said practices need to take care of the staff we have instead of having to replace them. We are fighting over scant resources. The profession is going to have to make structural changes. We need to look in the mirror as a profession and recognize we need to do things differently. Episode 44, How to Use a Line of Credit. Jennifer M. Braid, CPAEA, reminded veterinarians that the best way to use a line of credit is not to use it. However, a line of credit is very useful to purchase something now with the plan to pay off that loan with income from the purchase or by transitioning the loan over to one with more favorable long-term rates. Episode 43, Lincoln Memorial University Equine Veterinary Education Program. 
Dr. Eleanor Green explained that the basis of the LMU program is to recruit students before their freshman year of college into an equine-focused pre-vet curriculum and allow them to graduate in six and a half years. The Business of Practice podcast is brought to you by Care Credit. Care Credit keeps equine veterinarians at the heart of care by providing horse owners with simple, budget-friendly financing options. By bridging the gap between cost and care, Care Credit supports healthy financial relationships between veterinarians and their clients. It can help them move forward with care a horse needs whenever and wherever it's needed. Episode 42, Tips on Veterinary Inventory Control. Equine veterinary inventory control means having the right amount of the right stuff at the right time at the right price, said Dr. Amy Grice. Episode 41, Using Equine Vet Techs Fully. Veterinarians need to better utilize the skills of their vet techs and assistants and need to compensate them for those skills, said Deb Reeder, a registered vet tech and former executive director of the American Association of Equine Veterinary Technicians and Associates. In this episode, she talks about state practice acts, why vet techs are leaving equine veterinary practice, and how to create a job posting to find a tech or an assistant. Episode 40, Transforming Equine Practice. In this episode, 2022 AAEP President Dr. Emma Reed talks about equine veterinary practice and the AAEP's new Commission on Equine Veterinary Sustainability. Episode 39, Veterinary Ethics. Dr. Ernie Martinez said equine veterinarians face ethical dilemmas frequently in practice. He advised practitioners to think about different scenarios that could face them before they are actually put in an ethical situation. Episode 38, Generational Differences. In this episode, Dr. Amy Grice helps veterinarians and their staffs of all ages understand why there are generational differences, the largest factors that shaped the generations, and how to communicate better between generations. Episode 37, Courageous Conversations. Dr. Colleen Best helps us understand how to share difficult news as courageous conversations rather than as a delivery of bad news. Episode 36, Veterinary Compensation. Practice owners need to keep their work-life balance in check for veterinarians and staff, sometimes at the expense of giving up some services or income, noted Dr. Mike Pownell. We aren't the only game in town, he said. Episode 35, Protecting Yourself Against Malpractice and Equine Pre-Purchase Exams. Pre-purchase exams generate the highest number of malpractice claims for equine veterinarians, according to Dr. Nina Molido, DVM, a trust veterinarian for AVMA. When veterinarians are sued, she said, your feelings get hurt, but that's why you have insurance. Episode 34, Leverage Your Veterinary Team. The first task with the team is to let them know what they were responsible for, and what they have authority for, noted Mike Tomlinson, DVM MBA. Authority and responsibility must match, and everyone on the team needs to know what everyone else is doing with no holes unfilled. Do not try to pound a round peg into a square hole, he said. Episode 33, How the Pandemic Helped My Practice. Research and studies showed that in hindsight, the COVID-19 pandemic was actually a financial boon to most equine veterinarians. However, living through the pandemic 
was not always easy or pleasant for equine vets, their practices, or clients. Doctors Monty McInturf and Aaron Denny Jones talk about how the pandemic affected their practices. McInturf said the level of care rose for client horses. Denny Jones agreed, saying client energies went to prevention. Episode 32, Veterinarian Burnout. The demands on equine veterinarians are increasing in the face of no resources to keep up, stated Colleen Best, DVM, PhD, CCFP. That leads to increased burnout at a time when the equine veterinary industry can ill afford to lose more practitioners. She said this podcast for equine veterinarians is an invitation to you and an opportunity for you to take more control and to shift your perceptions of what you do. Episode 31, the AAEVT. Find out what the American Association of Equine Veterinary Technicians and Associates is all about. Episode 30, Veterinary Staff Communication. Everyone thinks they communicate well, and that's not the case, said Mike Pownell, DVM MBA. He recommended practice owners find out how staff wants to be communicated with in order to keep them engaged. Episode 29, Solo Practice Tips. Dr. Caitlin Daly warned that being by yourself every day is hard and lonely. She hired a part-time tech, and she keeps engaged with friends who are also solo practitioners. She pairs up with a colleague in the area when she needs time off, and she relies on technology to help her succeed. She said one of the hardest parts is respecting her own boundaries. Episode 28, Equine Practice Trends. Dr. Amy Grice discusses results from a late 2021 survey of 312 equine veterinarians on topics ranging from income to veterinarian wellness. Episode 27, Alternative Work Schedules for Equine Veterinarians. Dr. Kelly Zaytunian shares her practice's success at creating veterinarian work schedules that serve the vets, the business, and the clients. One item she mentioned is not bugging coworkers when they are off. When the day is over, the day is over, said Zaytunian. Episode 26, Key Business Takeaways from the 2021 AAEP Convention. Dr. Amy Grice said those at the 2021 AAP Convention felt the tide was turning in how equine veterinary practice is conducted. We're having honest conversations about problems in the industry, she said. Thank you for joining us for the Business of Practice podcast and a big thanks to our sponsor, Care Credit, for allowing us to delve into these important topics. Please visit equimanagement.com or your favorite podcast network to hear each episode of the Business of Practice. If you have any questions or suggestions, send an email to me at kbrown, that's the letter K Brown, at equinenetwork.com. I look forward to sharing more guests and topics with you in 2023. The Business of Practice podcast is a production of the Equine Podcast Network and an entity of the Equine Network, LLC. Thank you.